0: We're talking now to the second test hero, Ish and I'm sure that doesn't go down too well with you. You're not most comfortable with that concept, uh, concept are you, Ish? But congratulations. What a game of cricket. What a performance. You must be stoked.
1: Yeah, like, I'm pretty rapt, eh? Pretty rapt that we get across the line and get a series win. You know, obviously, watching that first test match from afar, um, the boys getting up and winning a great test match, it would have been a shame if we had gone to a draw and then not had a third decider.
0: You've gone to you've gone to great pains to say it's not about you, it's about the team and what you can do for the team. And it's believable. This is something that you're hearing from the team and I don't think you guys are just peddling this out. It genuinely is about you guys as a unit, isn't it?
1: Oh, definitely. You know, I think it's led by the, the senior players in the group, you know, the likes of Kane and Trent and Tim. They kind of lead that lead by example in that regard and obviously BJ as well, you know, they're really selfless cricketers and they want to do the best by the team. And I think that kind of finds its way through through the rest of the order and, and, and that's the, the way that we can kind of move our game forward and, and probably put our best performances up if we play by that.
0: Tell us about your thoughts and your feelings when you were trudging out to bat because things weren't looking good when you approached in your pads. What was going through your mind?
1: Yeah, I, I struggled in the first innings and, um, and nicked off to a ball that was a little bit wider of off stump so I thought the only thing that I was telling myself to change was be a little bit more conscious of where my off stump is and, and I just tried to do that for a long enough period, and you know there were times where the ball was nipping around a little bit, but then it tended to get quite flat once the ball was older. So, yeah, just kept kept playing straight and tried to keep a simple game plan.
0: And it, it appeared to work. I mean, there's a few sketchy moments, but that's the nature of the beast, isn't it? You just got to, I suppose, forget those and just concentrate on the next ball.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. I think especially in that situation, it's kind of do or die, and you're you're doing your best to try to survive, and so the last ball doesn't matter as much, you know, because you're not so concerned about scoring runs and, and putting your ego aside. You're kind of more focused on what the job is to do, and and that was probably to defend the ball and, and not play as many balls as we could.
0: And was this a discussion that you had every time yourself and, and Wags, for the for the best of your partnership, had when you met in the middle? Was it just reinforcing that same concept?
1: Yeah, we were just identifying what was going to be the main threat, and there was a period where Zach Leach was bowling into the rough Waggy, and he's obviously a left-hander, so... It was always going to be hard for him to smother it, and so he was the main threat for him. So uh, I'd try to face as many balls off him as I possibly could, and then I was struggling to, to see wood from around the wicket. So, yeah, I gave that mental to, to Waggy for a while. So it was just good communication of a little.
0: Yeah, and was there much of a conversation about that, or was it a given that that was the best way to work it, considering your, your frailties and your strengths with both of those bowlers?
1: Yeah, no, that was, that was the way that we tried to work it, and we'd already acknowledged that, and then we got the same... Same message that we had just talked about about five minutes previously from the batting coach himself. And so I guess we were, we were all on the same page and, and identified what the strengths and the weaknesses of the of the attack was and of the surface was at that, at that time and, and played it as best as we could.
0: Um, how long did it take before you realised that actually you might have a handle on this thing and you might be able to get us through for a draw? Did that ever dawn on you or was it right to the very end when it actually happened?
1: Yeah, not once, to be honest. You know, I was just kind of really focused on on the next ball, and I, there, was, there were periods where we thought it was the last ball of the day and there was about 10, 10 or so minutes to go, and so I was a little bit a little bit taken by that because I thought the game was actually over. And then, not until the light was actually called, I asked uh, Bruce Oxen, but I said, is that game over? And he said yes, and it was the first time I, I, was, I felt a little bit of relief walking off.
0: Yeah, and the relief, I suppose, would have extended when you finally took your pads off. How long did that take?
1: Yeah, it took a while to take my pads off. I, I didn't really know what to do with myself at the end there. It was um Pretty aimed to be able to get the job done for the team, and and it's not not often in, in sport where a draw means so much. But um, I suppose because it's a two-match series, the draw is a, a, as effective as a win for us.
0: And look, Kane made mention of it, uh, and, and and so did Joe Root about the importance of Test cricket. And I'm presuming you're going to replicate exactly that. Wouldn't it be nice if we had a little more than just the the token few games?
1: Yeah, definitely. You know, it's been I guess the way the schedule was was made this last year. We only had four Test matches, and. I'm pretty sure most of the boys are pretty keen to play some more, and I think um, I haven't really looked too too far into detail into the schedule, but I think there is more test cricket scheduled for the next year or so, and so, so hopefully that's, uh, they find a good balance between the white ball and the red ball. Ish
0: Sodi is joining us, the hero from uh, Hagley Park, and don't you enjoy it in, in the fact that the reason uh, Astle got picked ahead of you was that uh, they liked him a little more with the bat, and his figures were slightly better. Oh, the irony, eh, Ish.
1: Oh, well, you know, I'd, I want to to contribute, you know, and I suppose I hadn't played a test match for so long. I put a lot of expectation on myself with the ball and I, I found myself in, you know, sometimes when the conditions weren't so conducive and then other times where I couldn't really keep one batsman on strike for long enough. And I think those those expectations overrode me for a little bit. And um, and so just the fact that I could contribute to some degree with the bat and get us across the line was really pleasing because I I probably expected a lot more of myself with the ball.
0: Did you get a lot of congratulations from the the top order who have probably saved a few blushes with their um, pretty average first couple of sessions in that day, saying thanks for saving our bacon? Because it could have been a very different story if that hadn't have been right, Ish.
1: Oh, the boys were elated, you know. As soon as we got off the field, everyone was in a, in a really good mood. And we'd done something, you know, that, that I think New Zealand sides have struggled to do for the last 30 odd years and win a test series against England on home soil. So. Everyone was in a really good mood, and um, I'm glad that we could have we could have walked away with the on the positive side of things.
0: How easy was it to see out there? Look, I, I was there for a couple of days when it got called slightly early because that big cloud bank came over, and and it was it was very very dark. It looks a lot lighter on TV, but out there in the middle, the last hour or so, what, was it much of a struggle? Leash.
1: Ah, uh, well, there, there wasn't too much cloud uh, like there was the day before, and so the ball was ball was relatively new, <laughs> majority of my innings, so it was a little bit easier to see than the older ball at 80 overs old so um I didn't struggle too much seeing the ball but definitely struggled to pick it up from around the wicket more so than over the wicket but i, I think that's just because i haven't haven't faced a lot of it over the last wee while what
0: does this do for your confidence as an international cricketer
1: yeah look it's it's just awesome to be able to contribute you know i've had some had some moments in the white ball uh white ball campaigns over the last you know 4 or 5 months where i feel like i've i've contributed with the ball and and there's always, always that carrot of wanting to play Test cricket and contributing and doing well. And it was, you know, in the back of my mind, I probably expected more of myself with the ball. But you know, the fact that I could do a job for the team uh, when they when they needed it, I think is quite pleasing.
0: Uh, much pain this morning because you got hit a few times. Well, what's the uh, what's the body looking like? What's the carcass looking like? A bit bruised and broken.
1: <laughs> oh no, I've got I've got a few bruises and stuff on my arms and and fingers and things like that, but. No, nothing too serious, So, uh, but I you know, don't have too much cricket to play over the next couple of months, so a uh, good chance to sit down and reflect. Yeah,
0: right, so no amputations and not a lot to do. What are you doing? What You got the cricket awards tonight, then what happens?
1: Yeah, well, I've probably got a, a nice block of, of S&C, which I feel like I really need going into the, the British T20 comp um, later on in the year, so hopefully I can, I can go over there and make, make some uh, changes in those, in those areas as well as my game. A nice block of what? S&C, strength and conditioning.
0: Ah. Okay. Well, it's obviously something I don't indulge in, so otherwise I would know that as well. And um, in the park, and I know there's been a lot made of the trouble at Mill over in South Africa. Uh, from from what I could see when I was there what I could hear, it was played in a wonderful spirit. And, and and even toward the end of the game, did the English bring pleasantries to the party with a a good team to play against? Were they well behaved?
1: Oh, They were awesome. They... um you know, they generally always play the game in the right spirit. You know, it was the first Test match I played against them. And, and it's guys that, that have played hundreds of Test matches. And so, you know, if you've been around that long, I think you play the game in a, in a relatively good spirit. And so, yeah, it was definitely a really good occasion to be a part of it. At Hagley Park, the weather was good and we got a good crowd in. And, yeah, to, to end on the winning side also adds that little, little cherry on top.
0: Indeed, and what a cherry it was, the size of an apple. Hey, enjoy yourself tonight along with the rest of the lads. Enjoy your months of S&C, and we look forward to catching up again soon. East Sodi? congratulations.
1: Cheers, mate.